to the season premiere. That's right, we're in season two time of a whole new pod. I am top build Lucas Melby. And I am Jacob Telejohn. No special guest star, though. No, not, not this week. Not this week. But that's right. Most television series run for 50 episodes, right? And then you get a new season. Yeah. So now we're kind of like the, the Monday Night Raw of wow. the world where it just runs weekly. But then every once in a while, they'll be like, this is the season premiere. <laughs> Randomly, episode 1075. 51. 51. Season premiere. Wow. All your favorite characters are coming back like Sam Blazing. Dustin Levac. Nope. <laughs> but what's that? It's Quince. It's Quince. Oh, man. It's Quince's here. He just came in through the door and everybody <laughs> in the audience laughed and clapped. Oh, no. We're kind of blow your minds right now because while we're recording this, you'll be listening to this after we've recorded our special bonus 50 yeah. episode retrospective. That comes later. You've listened to that We haven't recorded before. that yet, but you've already listened you've li- to it. Yeah. We're blowing. Wow. I'm kind of blowing my mind. I don't yeah. know if I'm fully. This is like a Christopher Nolan In- movie. Inception. Gotta wrap our minds around this. Wow. I assume it was great and got great reception. Thank you for your responses. We were going to maybe just do a giant episode, but then I've got some family coming over. So our recording times are maybe going to get a little delayed. So yeah. it's like we'll do Muffin. a bonus episode. Separate that out. Less editing crunch for Lucas and then more time for a a slightly longer episode, though the movie we're covering today is actually close to one of the shortest DCOMs. I think the only one I know off the top of my head that is shorter is the fan favorite, apparently, The Jenny Project. Wow. 75 minutes, but the movie we watched today stuck in the suburbs. A nice 78. As I told Jacob, you love to see it. You love to see it. You love to see it. It, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a, I don't feel like it flew by. I don't know. Like, I feel like there was enough content in the, in the movie itself. It wasn't like a. It was a, it was a pretty jam packed. Yeah. Uh, even with some regurgitated montage scenes, yeah. <laughs> multiples of those. But since we, again, behind the scenes got more of a little bit of a jam packed recording date, let's just get right into this. Let's go. Stuck in the suburbs. Very. Fitting, but also kind of like off-putting intro because it kind of felt like we were watching the first episode of a sitcom or something because the way the credits are set up, we get the Stuck in the Suburbs title sequence. I think it's a, the title is made out of like street signs. So Stuck in is on the one street sign and then the suburbs. So we're we're talking about the corner of Stuck in and the suburbs. And then when they start introducing all of the characters... The characters' names, like their actual like actor actresses' names, are mixed into newspaper articles or magazine or, yeah, articles. Yeah, magazines. Lots of magazine covers of with Jordan Cahill. So Jordan Cahill, who is played by I can't remember the actor's name, but it's like, is this the name of this character or yeah. this person on this magazine? And it gets really kind of confusing. Yeah, but it was a, a stylish take, and certainly yeah, no, it, was, it was different. It was, it was fitting it was for a focus on pop, pop stars, stars, which is. Kind of more what this movie is about yeah. than actual suburbia. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because this is probably, I think this would be post-American beauty. Around like the 90s, early 2000s, there's lots of media about growing up in the suburbs and oh, everybody's like overly medicated, you know, ADHD oh, wow. kids, depressed moms on like, you know, Jeez. Xanax or whatever yeah. and how it fucks you up. Charlie Bartlett and, you know, the chump scrubber. <laughs> Charlie American Bartlett, Beauty, that was a good movie. American Beauty, all that kind of shit. 
But no. So then when I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird for Disney to do a movie about how the suburbs is a bad place because that is a very like kind of mature, dark yeah. kind of subject matter. But but like you were saying, though, the movie's not really like, outside of like saving the one old house or whatever. It's pretty much just okay. This is like a pop star's life. Yep, and it's he just hates it's it. another teeny bopper yeah, decom that suburbs doesn't play too big of a role. If this was if they had just called this Z three and made Jordan Cahill protozoa, oh, like that been I mean great. that would basically just be Xenon one, anyways. Yes. Uh, so we're introduced to our main character Brittany, who's coming home from soccer practice, played by Daniel Panabaker. Baker, looking at her IMDb, I think probably her biggest credit is it seems she's the main character on the CW Flash show. I think oh, she's yeah, yeah, been yeah. In 150 plus episodes of that. I remember. I Flash. know her as it's actually minor spoilers for the Friday the 13th remake. She comes off as she's going to be like the survivor girl in that because she's the only girl in that who, well, one of two girls that doesn't get naked. The others, oh. the actual survivor girl doesn't get naked. Uh, but then Danielle Panabaker, who seems to be coded as like she is going to survive, Shows actually dies, and dies. She dies at the end. Oh. I think she's decent in that movie. I actually like the Friday of the and 13th. And she looks remake. the same. She doesn't age. She's an ageless wonder. Sure. I, I think she looks the same in Flash. Like, yeah, no, she, she aged gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> so she's dropped off by her mom or her friend's mom friend's from soccer mother, practice who drops her off at a wrong house and then another wrong house and then they say is this your house oh uh, you sure so if my address changed in my a door completely color different changed, street and, and so we're in a completely different fucking neighborhood and the neighborhood they are in the suburban development all, all the, the houses same. look the same look all the same which is just about the harshest commentary that comes yeah. off about the suburbs in yeah, this movie i would agree but eventually, they drop her off at Brittany's house. But it's four o'clock. You know what that means? Half hour till Jeopardy starts. Oh, Jordan Cahill. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, in this world's like MTV, yeah, movie MTV, or MT- MTV music uh, video new, showcase. New music videos release at four or whatever on whatever this day is. Yeah, so they rush into her house, and we see Brittany's little brother Cooper, who is on the couch playing video games. Which I thought was more of like a, an important character trait of him being like techie. But Cooper is probably one of the most disturbed characters yeah, he's a creepy dude. we've encountered in a DCOM. He is, he's, he comes off as demonic. He's his, creepy. His face is. He makes he, very goofy faces. He makes goofy faces. He's a stalker. He'll he'll hide in your pants. Yeah, your, so his bit is he makes goofy pamper. faces. And he always is in Britney's room hiding somewhere. Always. I mean, always. There's never a moment where we don't see him in her room, where she has to find him. Never a moment. The vibe I get from him is maybe like the omen kid. He smells her underwear. Children. Well, okay. (laughs) Children of the corn or something. (laughs) He wants you too, Britney. (laughs) So he's very creepy, but they... Kick him off of the video game and the couch so they can watch Jordan's news music video. Then we get what I can best describe. Though I think there was maybe some. No, actually, no, it was all boys in Smart House, right? 
the dance number in Smart House. This is basically oh, oh, yeah. female Smart yes. House yep. where they're watching the music video and they have this whole choreographed dance number. And then they, they like, do. and then they like tip over the sofa. Yeah, and they the, laugh the and they finale giggle. is they jump up on the sofa, do kind of like a. You could see somebody do that in a musical or something. And then the, their cleats scratch across each other's faces and they're bleeding everywhere. Doesn't but we're happen. breezing over this, but it was probably about 90 seconds to two minutes of just dancing. cutting between the music video and them And the dancing. music video, like, Jordan's got some locks. Yes, like, Jordan's The, the music video, like, looks like a real, it looks like a, like a real music video. Like, it's good. Like, it's another good music video that we've seen in, like, a couple other decoms, I would say. Yeah. I, maybe they mentioned it on, like, those fake magazine covers, but Jordan's defining characteristic is his, his hair. hair. He's got a big floppy mane. They call it the mop. lion's mane looks a little jonathan taylor thomas like yeah and and we were saying he's probably like fitting the role of like a justin timberlake i don't i can't really think of any other really popular aaron carter maybe uh justin was bigger than aaron carter yeah but I, yeah I, I, don't, I don't sorry i may be a 90s kid i don't actually identify too much as a 90s kid those but, those were the two I mean, bigger I, ones joey fin, fatone oh, yeah. <laughs> joey <all>. fat one <laughs> yeah no, no justin was the biggest breakout between backstreet boys or nsync yeah. i'd say so that night, Brittany's mom is making the rounds as we get further character revelations. We see her little brother playing a Game Boy SP. Yeah. So he does play video games and yeah. he like is playing it standing up and then he steps on a toy car toys. or something. There's and so falls much over. shitty toys on the floor. Like it, there's like dozens of just weird small toys. It was and falls it was, and they fly in the air. And then it was very hurt. unnecessary. Yeah, I don't know. And then we meet her older sister, who is the smart, responsible one. Who just doesn't really serve a role, drives, I guess. She drives them around. She, when they she serves drive. the role of Protozo in Z3, where people need to get around places, yeah. so this character is in the movie. Yeah. And then she stops by Brittany, who is not doing her homework. She's playing a song on the acoustic guitar. She She's writing a song. She's working on writing a song. And the mom hears some lyrics, and they come off as very emo like oh i'm so lost in this world and then the mom's like oh what's that and then there's a really long conversation about how oh schoolwork no i'm coming up with a mnemonic device to memorize oh, well, then my what geography. are these lyrics for oh it's to remember the, rhode island the beyonce accords because she sees like beyonce in a magazine or something it and it, it just lasted for like three minutes and it wasn't funny at all no, but the main takeaway is she doesn't like living in the suburbs well, and she writes music she is stuck in the suburbs writing music yes which is a characteristic of somebody else in this movie yeah big reveal wow so then the mom is, she's talking to Brittany, gets interrupted by a very clueless, mean girl style, split screen, four-way phone call yes. with uh, all of her soccer friends who were in the car with her. But they're all huge fans of Jordan Cahill. Jordan Cahill. And he's coming to he's town. Coming out, <laughs> he's coming to this random suburb yeah. of, we don't really know where it is, but... At least the suburban California. part exists in California, probably because there's palm trees around. Yeah, I don't know why. Why'd they get so lucky? Just It was the fate of the movie, I think. I think just for movie purposes. Oh, well, yeah. No, it's a very... <laughs> Whoa, you're blowing my fucking mind, man. There's some cool I'm places... I'm sure you already got some of this in-depth analysis in our retrospective of all the things we learned about decoms. It's very, it's very, conven it's very convenient for every movie for certain things to happen. There's just, always really... a big game. Yeah. There's always... There's always, like, a plot. Like, yes. these movies are about things. Like, yeah. I, wow, it kind of blows my mind. <laughs> 
So then we get a kind of classic suburban family getting ready in the morning. Oh, no, dad's got to get dressed for work. Oh, eating breakfast. And dad and mom again. Mom, only purpose of the movie is she wants to save a house. Dad, literally nothing. He serves no purpose. He's business dad. He makes a good Sunday. A mean Sunday he does. (laughs) He makes a... I'd say that's like a a criminal Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) At one point later on the movie... Brittany is eating a gallon, a giant out bowl. of like a giant the, mixing bowl that yeah. is basically filled with a gallon of ice cream <laughs> and a mountain of whipped cream. And she's eating a banana split sundae. Yes. So that's just diabetes waiting to happen. Brittany gets sent back to her room because she's wearing like, those are some hussy clothes, little girl. Exposed midriff. So she comes back down after getting changed. Oh, no. The family left without me. Yeah. Which How was she kind of. to school? And she got that bike. But. Oh, that kind of, it doesn't really go anywhere. No, it was she doesn't. Weird. I don't think feel like too alienated or left out by her family. It's not no, a Kevin it, McAllister situation or anything. It doesn't lead to anything. She's just like, oh, well. At school, she makes a joke saying like, yeah, if it was only once, that'd be kind of funny. But it happens all the time. <laughs> so, oh. But again. I didn't, I didn't catch that. It doesn't necessarily go anywhere. No. At the lockers, all the the soccer fan girls are together, and they open their lockers one at a time, and, and they all have Jordan K Hill. Like, good, good morning, morning Jordan, because they uh, all have shrines to Jordan within their locker stickers, and and then we get the dramatic intro of Brenda, the, uh, everybody's song. favorite Brenda song, who now has been in three, three DComs and eventually four, maybe five, maybe five as well. Similar. To how she is sometimes portrayed with Lindsay Lohan oh, in Get yes. a Clue. It's a very strange introduction. Where she's walking into the school. All, everybody, girls, boys, Drooling. boys, mouths agape, Drooling. steam coming out of their ears, Drooling. a wooging left and right. And th- her hair is blowing yeah, in the wind. A fan like- blowing her hair. She's walking in slow-mo and she's kind of catwalking Some down real the hallway. Pepe Le Pew vibes going on here. Uh... Just being creepy. <laughs> yes. They canceled, canceled. They canceled Pe- Peppy. Yes. So uh, Natasha is like, oh, uh, excuse me, girls. That's my locker. And then. Two, four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does say two, one, two, fourteen is my locker. Yes. Uh, and then Brittany starts to talk to her. She's like, oh, are you new? And Natasha. Oh, yeah. Her, her name's Natasha Quan Schultz. Schultz. Uh, that's Brenda Song's name. Her her mother is Asian of Asian descent, but we do not see her father. Yes. So she talks about here that, oh, I'm new. My my parents are divorced. I haven't been here because I was living in, in Europe. Europe. My dad had, does had all some this stays awesome in stuff. New York. So Brittany being, oh, I hate the suburbs. She wants to travel the world. So she's immediately yeah. enamored with Natasha. Yes. And kind of drops her friends like immediately. Yeah, we don't really see her friends much the rest of the movie. And she sees, Natasha sees the girls talking about Jordan or uh, looking at their lockers. And she says, who's that? Brittany recognizing that eh, maybe it's kind of lame to be obsessed with this boy pop star then says, Oh, it's Jordan Cahill. He's all right, I guess, but I'm not super crazy into yes. him. Fast forward to Natasha coming over to Brittany's house. Brittany has to distract Natasha with her mom real quick so she can run up to her room and tear down the majority of her Jordan Cahill posters and yeah, magazine and cutouts. She's got a lot. And she still leaves some up, which I guess is OK, because <laughs> she's like, hey, he's OK. I'll have like a poster or yeah. two. Like, yeah. that's how I operate with like anime figurines but, where i'm like eh, but, 
the show's not that great, but that girl's kind of cute. Yes. <laughs> but Brittany does. We do kind of see later on that she had picked up on. There's there are moments where she picks up on that um, that she's just lying that she is like a Cahill fan. Like before, I think all that stuff happened. So then, up in Brittany's room, the two bond over both hating the suburbs Music. and she then, noticed her guitar yep she sees her guitar reads some of her lyrics and he's like this is good shit you should play in like a coffee house yes she's uh, like, really you think so then there's another quick split screen call with her friends who oh her brother's probably in there uh yeah i don't specifically remember how he's in there here but it's likely i think he, he's in the closet yeah I, you might be right he was in the closet this time yeah but, he's but yes, he, whenever they're in a room, he's always in a room. Yeah. I, I do not remember. At this point already, I probably already ignored like two yes. <laughs> reveals he's for always, him. Like, like it's it's like six time. Britney's friends say, oh my gosh, Jordan Cahill is filming ah! his music video around the street. She first gets really excited, but then she has to downplay it and say, hey, Natasha, I guess this guy is He's like doing a thing around here. Yeah. Do you want to go? And Natasha says, "Oh yeah, that'd be cool." It'd be great to see all her, all the fans go. Ah, and make Jordan. fun of them because it's stupid. funny though because she says, um, "Watch all of her fans go." Oh my God, Jordan, I love you. And then it just cuts to Danielle doing. Oh my God, Jordan, I love you. Yeah, it's and then classics. she's like, "You're really good at this." Ah, but then shortly afterwards. Natasha Brenda Song is freaking out over Jordan Cahill yes. too, and yes. I didn't really understand that. No. Nobody does. She just wanted to fit in. So while the girls are fangirling out, we get to see Jordan up front and personal, very personal, as we see him talking to the director, his manager, his assistant, kind of just, he's not feeling the vibe of this new song, this direction for this music video. He's tired of strutting around, making his hands do weird gestures to make girls appear, whatever that really means. And he hates raisins. Yeah, I guess he hates raisins, which I'm not necessarily pro raisins, so I can kind of get behind that. You just get one of those big jars of raisins that are shown in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a he's having a he doesn't really know who he is. Again, this is another Disney movie that is critical of the record industry of these corporate ideas and commodifying these artists into a certain image, which is definitely what Disney does. Yes. So that's interesting how this keeps coming back. They make fun of themselves over and over again. He's talking about, hey, I've written these alternative lyrics for this song. And the manager says, oh, that sounds great. But not not for you. For somebody else, these lyrics would be good. They're good for somebody else. So they decide to break the shoot for the day. And then Jordan has like a palm pilot that he gives to his assistant, Eddie. Who is supposed to have backed up files for like, what it sounds like years yeah. and he just hasn't he's just lazy. he asks him to back up his phone onto a hard disk yes and i didn't have a palm pilot back in 2004 but i'm questioning some of the functionality of this thing as well as the ability to back it up yes. but jordan essentially has his whole life on his phone and we'll see what that really means as the movie progresses what does it mean because eddie his assistant who is also uh childhood friend or at least came up in the business working yeah, they, with they were in a band together we know that we don't know what before but, that but now eddie's just the assistant so yes. he gives the phone to eddie 
On their way out, they somehow bump into Brittany, and we get a classic phone swap. Whoops, a do. Yeah. And well, like they Eddie's, completely dumped out their bags. Well, she dumped out her bag first, yeah, and then he tripped over her shit. Brittany's and then purse dropped. gets knocked down, and then yes. uh, Eddie's uh, Jordan man purse or whatever yes. gets knocked down, and he's like, "Oh, I got that chain wallet's mine." But then they so somehow screw up phones. Oh, yes, exactly. That'd be the most important thing. How is he grabbing a pink phone, and how is she grabbing a black phone? Who knows? But it happened. Is what it, it, it happened, and then the rest of the movie the happened. The movie happened, yeah. I mean, without, it all like, hinges on Isn't this. that crazy? There's always just that one moment in a movie. <laughs> if that didn't happen, this movie wouldn't have happened. Like, what are the, the odds? That is true. And what there's also the... other sequences that come up soon <laughs> that if they didn't happen, the, the whole rest of the movie, movie wouldn't have happened. It's crazy. And personally, I would have preferred it to be more of a kind of satire edward scissorhands look oh. at the suburbs but instead it's let's worry about a pop star yes. but they do some fun stuff with the the pop star angle oh yeah no i i think i more enjoyed the pop star angle than would have had it had it been just bashing the suburbs the whole movie nah jacob lives in the suburbs uh, kind of and hey, we don't really have a town uh, big enough to have suburbs not really no uh but we have suburban style development yes Brittany and Natasha kind of quickly figure out that, oh, this isn't my phone. Whose phone is it? Oh, it's Jordan's Jordan phone. Cahill. So, ah. so then Brittany's sister takes them to the hotel. She has her and, driver's license. And she's in a really big rush. I think they're in a rush to get home for supper. Yes, but, but also she's the like sister always, is she's just weird. Maybe like Jacob feels very pressured driving on the road. Yeah, and I she guess. wants to be to suddenly to stops constantly, but not necessarily lot. seems to be at stop signs yes. or lights. Just just she's randomly just driving and she drives and stops. You know, maybe when you're first starting drives out, you're stops. going too fast and you're like, oh, oh, drives and stops. And that's why Jacob doesn't drive. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. So they get to the hotel where Jordan is staying, yes. and. Brittany tries to talk well, to the hotel manager. Well, they don't know that he's staying there yet, Lucas. So they Br- need to ask. Thank you, J- J- <laughs> Jason. I don't even know who you are. Yakum. Jordan, Jacob. So Cahill. then uh, they talk, or Brittany talks to the hotel manager, like, and he says. No, he's, he's not here. Which was, is a good professional way to take it. And then Natasha's no. like, uh-uh, sister, let me take care of this. Listen up, cracker. No. <laughs> she says, can I call you Kip? Kip. And probably the funniest line of the movie is. My name's Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, and he literally had like the name tag on yeah. where she could see it and then it zooms in on that. So oh, Natasha kind of does a fast talking socialite upper class yes. person kind of run around and yes. being like, hey, we know he's here. Call up. Say we got his phone. So the hotel manager does that. But then Eddie, the assistant, is like, ha, girls try that all the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Tell them to fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. So he hangs up the hotel phone immediately. He's like, it wouldn't be a missing cell phone. And then he sees, oh, no, the phone's hot pink. Yeah. So then when he sees it, he's like, this isn't the right phone. But when he grabbed Jordan, it. Jordan's like, what What was that all about? And he's like, uh, well, he was like, oh, it's just some girls calling about. And then he like notices the phone's pink. And he's like, oh, just nothing, nothing. And then he runs away. So instead of just calling the hotel manager to immediately say, hey. He runs through the entire hotel like he's booking it and he he, he gets he, down yeah, to the he, main he gets down lobby. to the lobby and he sees them leaving they're in the they're in the van the sister's driving away he's chasing them she slams on the brakes he runs into the back they freak out they think they they don't know what what just happened brenda song's like that was just my head rattling around my brain was rattling around or something 
And then they just drive and off. They just drive off. And he's like concussed, laying on the ground. Because that's definitely something a 16-year-old who is so scared about driving here's a big bump or thinks she might hit something, she would definitely just drive away and not look to see what happened. Yeah. Whether she killed somebody, whether she crashed part of the van into something. I, I just don't buy it. don't care. Uh, but that's how the rest of the movie gets to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's how they get away. This is how I win. And the next day, Jordan talks to his assistant and then this is hitting home further about like, eh, I don't know if I really want to be a pop star. I don't know. This lifestyle, it's not really me. Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> but, like, his friend really isn't a jerk. No, his, but he's... he's it, it's the manager. He's part of the entourage. Great. He likes living that lifestyle. Yeah. Yes. But he's down for Jordan. Yeah, 100%. Got his back in the end. So the assistant then calls Jordan's phone number and the girls answer and they're kind of hashing things out and yeah. they're not really playing along with the assistant saying, eh, no deal. And then, oh, we're getting another call. So they hang up on him to answer a call from Madonna. Madonna calls. You don't hear her talk or anything like and that. And then they just but... scream. Ah. And then she hangs up. Yeah. Later on, they mention Gwen Stefani and that, oh, the assistant just needs Gwen Stefani's number. So could they give it to him? I'm surprised. But Madonna him... seems a very weird pick for 2004. I feel like they could have got girls. somebody like actually famous on like the line. For, like, well, I'm not saying Madonna isn't famous. Well, no, but... But I mean, like, like physically, like talking, like verbally, like oh, talking. No. They could have got no. somebody. Disney could have did anything. For a Disney Channel well, movie. Well, I mean, they could have just, I don't know, had Raven Simone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Well, they wouldn't say Raven Simone. They no. would just say Raven. Raven. Wow, that was so Raven on the telephone. Oh, no. Uh, so <laughs> uh, the next day, Brittany starts to feel some regret about stealing this phone accidentally and Accident. says, hey, let's return it. And Natasha's like, ah, I don't know. But then they get a call from the assistant again. But then Brittany's like, hey, uh, I'll only return this if you set us up to meet Jordan. So it's like, yeah, does she like, feel guilty yeah, or like she's kind of using it to her advantage? They see on the phone, because his whole life is on there, that he has an upcoming hair appointment. Yes. And they see where it's at. So they call ahead. Natasha does to the stylist and plays off that she is jordan's personal assistant and she says oh yeah he he loves raisins just feed him all the, all raisins, the raisins in the world yeah so it was it was raisins it was you bow down to him when you speak to him yes and there don't was make one, eye contact yes. and cut off all cut of off his all hair. his fucking hair every last strand cut to uh, well, cut indeed well she says they're not gonna actually cut it or something like she makes like a side remark or something and then the next scene cuts to him Somehow Jordan is blindsided by his hair being cut off, uh, even though he is sitting right in front of they a mirror. They have to turn him, Lucas. He's looking away from the he, mirror. Sure, he is technically looking away from they the mirror. They turn him, and then he screams. Unless he's just never had a haircut before, where he doesn't. he's Samson from the Bible. He's never had his hair cut. He doesn't know the sensation of how much hair is being cut. But Clearly, he doesn't. He screams, and then they try to win him over with and raisins, and then... We don't actually see what happens. He should have hit the ball. That would have been funny if he just slams the ball out of her hand. But it, he doesn't. He's so too nice. That night on the MTV Music Update, uh, Jordan Cahill's fans are in mourning yes. over the loss of his hair. And Sad. his manager is also pissed. But then he immediately kind of reworks it in his head. And he's like, oh, we're rebooting your image. New this song. Is new, new style hair, of Jordan. New you. 
But then the manager still seems kind of pissed when they he starts going in a different direction. So that's kind of odd. But Jordan, he actually turns around and he's like, hey, Eddie. He, he likes he, it. He calls the, the the hairdresser, I think, or and his girlfriend and tells him it's okay. He actually likes it. It's well, like, he hears that this happened because his assistant called ahead, which he thought means Eddie, to yes. say, hey, chop off all his hair. And yes. he's like, this is what I needed. I was and he tired of my him. hair. It was he my thanks image. thanks Eddie. And Eddie's like in the middle of apologizing. He's like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I know it's the classic, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to. Thank this. you. What? Thank me? <laughs> you you likey? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, that's what happened. But Brittany is kind of amazed that, oh my gosh, we have actual impact from fucking with this guy's life. Yeah. By stealing his identity, we can fuck with people's life. Yeah. There's, I don't know, like the whole like ditching your friends for this new girl was kind of shitty. I ride and die for Brenda Song. I did you. Hey, Brent, hey, Brenda Song, you listening right now? You want to become the new co-host of this podcast oh, with wow. me? I kick Jacob to the That's curb. He doesn't hurtful. even get to guest star on any episode. Very hurtful. <laughs> But like, I think it's a bad thing on Disney saying it's okay to ditch your friends for somebody that's cool. It's okay to like. Just- it would be okay for it to be in this movie if it had an actual message about friendship later on, but it doesn't. They don't redeem it. They don't be like, yeah, we're friends. I'm sorry for being a little twat, you know. I don't like how much you say that word on the show. <laughs> uh, so Brittany's messing around on Jordan's Papa. phone, sees he has a... An app section, basically, that says lyrics. lyrics. And nudes. But it has a password. So it's amazing that this phone has security protection for parts of it, but not just the whole phone entirely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but she can't figure out the password. Oh, let me look under my bed. Oh, it's Cooper. It's my creepy-ass brother. And this reveal is identical. The beginning of the movie Teen Witch, which is hilarious. Okay. Everybody should watch it. Who's it starring? Nobody. Oh. It's it's a weird movie from the late 80s, I okay. think, about a girl who it kind of would be like a Disney Channel movie oh. where it's a, a teenage girl yeah. who on her, I think, 16th birthday gets Marnie. witch powers. It's about Marnie. And she uses them to make everybody at school love her, oh, wow. which leaves her friend behind. Oh, and no. it's very goofy and fun, a very good, bad movie. Yeah. But. I think after like a dream sequence, she wakes up in her room and probably one of the most iconic character reveals in history. She looks under her bed and her brother, her little brother, (laughs) this chubby, equally kind of disturbing and demonic looking character is just chowing down on a big chocolate cake underneath this girl's bed. What? And that's his thing is he's both creepy and throughout the movie, he's just eating stuff constantly. <laughs> like, there's one scene where he's making a mess in the kitchen, making, like, a, a big pizza pie or something. I'll, I'll, I'll so it's just as scene. baffling as Cooper in this. Of He's, like, the hacky kid. But also, he's always trying to, like, creep on his creepy. sister in her room. Oh, yeah. So, and he makes a comment about her crusty socks or something weird that are older than him. Uh, I guess I missed that. Because oh, I, I was, know. I don't know, blindsided by this teen witch deja vu. But she's like, good, I need you to hack into this phone. And he asks, hey. and he's like, what's what's the birthday? Oh, it's something, something 83. And he does that. And he's like, no, anybody born after something that's older than 14 uses the factory setting. 
which he doesn't say what that password is if it's like one two three four. Well, you can't spoil no that. Password. You can't spoil that for the people. I was disappointed because I read in the plot synopsis that he hacked, hacked into the it. phone. Yeah, and I was really expecting. Oh, he plays video games. Yes. That's showing he's the nerdy brother. Because we've seen that. We've seen that before. That's all they get set a up. clue. There's the girl's yes. little sister with all the spy gear. That's all but... they've set it up in the past. But no, he just knows happens to know a password. He doesn't really serve a purpose in this movie either. It's I really mean, after just, that, that's all he does. Yeah. Is like, just be creepy in the He gets room. in the phone and he's, he's just creepy. That's, just so that's also how this kind of feels like it could serve as a pilot to a, a Disney Channel sitcom or something where the brother's just always in the room. Oh, that Cooper. Yeah, it's Cooper. not like he is out in the backyard hurting animals or anything <laughs> or might do something bad in the future. He's just a creepy kid who watches his sister sleep. That's cool. Yeah, you know. Angel does that in Buffy, and it's supposed to be really touching. Oh. Oh. So Brittany tells Natasha about these lyrics, and, oh, they really connected with me. This is really good stuff. How can we get this out to the world? So we get uh, kind of both a brief shopping hat trying on montage, but then also let's control uh, Jordan's life through his phone montage, because they're kind of going shopping for themselves, but then also for Jordan to pick out new wardrobe so then it's just well, a montage yeah. of like, oh, they contacted his wardrobe lady and, they, and switched so, out all of his clothes. Yes, they got rid of his Las Vegas look. So and then he just kind of looks like a, I don't know, a, a bum, a grunge singer. He's wearing a beanie Jeans. and denim jacket or some shit. It's weird. I don't like. It said to Jacob, even when he was wearing a fedora earlier in the movie, I like, was cool. more on board with his image. Yeah, he just wears a, he wears a hat now. Yeah, it's a beanie, right? Yeah, and it just covers all of his hair. So As he just, somebody he just who looks like a bum, it's weird. Often has short hair. You just can't wear a beanie. Don't wear a beanie when it covers all of your hair. No, you, it you looks look like a, a cancer patient or something. <laughs> it looks you weird. Do, it just doesn't work. And then when you take it off, your hair is just a complete mess. Yeah. It's it's just a disaster. Don't do it. I don't really know what else they do besides change his image, but I think maybe we're starting to hint at oh maybe new music or something. Something with his love life. Maybe that doesn't. But happen it doesn't yet. quite get there. They goof up a lot of stuff, though, too. Like, they do some stuff that he likes. Oh, the dogs. He talks oh, about the yeah, dogs. Oh, yeah, that's it. They just bring two dogs Random into his dogs hotel room. and he loves the dogs. So, they're doing stuff. I guess, I don't know how they figure out that he likes all of it. They just I think mean, he's just simple. I mean, who wouldn't like big, fluffy dogs? Yeah. But they, like, also ruin stuff in his life, too. But part of this montage is Brittany starting to dress more like Natasha. Yeah. And we see them walking by, like, her old friend's during lunch and just blowing them off yeah she's still a bitch so that's that's still happening then i even skipped it over in my notes but it needs to be brought up one of the most b plots of b plots in disney channel movies is britney's mom she's a saving the house she's a suburban housewife with nothing going on in her life nothing so she's throwing it all into saving this historical house in the suburban area it's it's from 1903 or four or something we were discussing this while watching the movie that suburbs, if they're real suburbs exist outside of major population centers. So generally it's former countryside or farmland or whatever. So this house is basically just like a house that was in the middle of nowhere. It kind of looked like a farmhouse. Yeah. It was not a nice looking house. And I don't think there was any details about what was special about it, it, except that it is old old. and nothing around there is old because it's the suburbs. Yes. Correct. So something Brittany does is she's trying to get Jordan to play Sing. at this old house rally. To save it. To save, save the old dump house. Gotta save it. To get this to happen, 
Brittany. She's uh, talking to the assistant on the phone. Yeah, and she's blackmailing him. Or actually, before this happens, there's some like accidental call where one of Brittany's friends calls Brittany's phone, oh. which is still in the possession of the assistant, who picks it up and is like, hey, you got to give me Jordan's phone back. So then the friend says, Brittany, do you know Jordan? Uh. And, and she's like, for show, I do, biatch. Yeah. Yeah. So then all of the school, all these girls are mobbing around her being like, oh, my gosh, blah, blah, blah. She's like, yep, I told him to cut his hair and yeah. change his look. That was all me. We're besties. Well, so well, now Brenda Song's feeling like she's left out. Yeah, because she's now like, she's no longer the center yeah, of Britney's so she world. she hates her. So she leaves. And then Britney's like, yep, and he's going to play at my mom's old house rally. So they all go there. So then she calls the assistant to blackmail him to be like, hey, if you don't send him to this old house rally, I I'm will gonna... delete all of his music. Well, just everything on his phone. Everything on his, his phone. His whole life. And he's like, no, I mean, Which I this was very... Back it up. This was very prescient of people's whole lives being on um, their phones. Yeah. Well, like he... Jordan asked him for like years to back up his phone, and this dude never did. He even asked somebody at the at the He asked one of the music videos on the shoots. shoot. And he's like, oh, I don't know how to do that. He's he just, like, walked shrugged. away shaking his head being like, huh. yeah, it's a fucking bitch to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was starting to hint at... Very much in like Clueless or Mean Girls where one of the girls starts to become more mean that she like used her power to purposefully make Jordan break up with his girlfriend. But it's kind of played off as more of an accident where she calls and Brittany picks up on the phone yes. and says, and she oh, says, this is Brittany, one of his good friends. Uh, you probably shouldn't come on Saturday. That's not a good busy. day for Jordan. So like it just looks like he's cheating on her, basically. Uh, yeah. And this causes the, uh, the news, the the fake, the weird MTV news channel to break another story. That, oh no, they broke up. They broke up. That Penelope, this girl, broke up with Jordan. So yes. he's very depressed now. And I don't know if we can just mention it now, but he's okay with that later on. We find he's, like, that didn't really bother him. A lot of celebrity relationships are he's all. He's like, yeah. He, like he, image branding yeah, relations. Like he, was, he was fine with it. Thanked her. So Brittany needs Natasha's help for, I don't know, trying to track down Jordan to get him to the yeah. old house rally. So she goes to Natasha's house for the first time. And they have a fight. And this is where we get the reveal. Like the it, papa. The usual suspects about Kaiser Soze, where the mom answers the door and says, oh, it's so I nice. I you were the dad. It's so nice right, for you to come no? home because, uh, or come over because Natasha, she's so shy. She has no friends. Yeah. You can have this barbecue this weekend. Her dad's going to come home. Her dad? Why? Oh, is he in Europe? Nope, he's in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, oh my gosh. And we get flashbacks yeah. to her saying like, I lived in Europe. My parents are divorced. Yada, yada, yada. So it's like, she's a liar. I, I don't think she said her parents are divorced. And she says that too. Her parents are separated or they're not together or something. And that her dad's away. In okay. Because she says that she lived in New York or from New York, which might be true. No, it's not. The implication is all of the things she said were lies. A lot of them, yes. All of them. Maybe. The idea was, even if it could have been like, oh, her dad traveled to those places. It was like, nope, he just goes to Buffalo, New York, and Columbus, Ohio, or some shit like that. We see those scenes played back of her saying those things in black and white. So it is very... This is the start of the playbacks. And not that I can really take too much credit because it's a fucking Disney Channel original movie, but I'm like... I kind of get the feeling that maybe she's lying about some of this stuff, but I thought that would have been yeah. too dark of a turn for this movie. But they went there. And then they focused on it. And uh, then for they about drilled five it minutes. home. <laughs> but yeah, is... it gets to be a kind of an intense confrontation between the two. 
because Brittany calls her out for lying. And then Natasha's like, you lie too. Yeah, you said you weren't a Jordan Cahill fan. Oh, yeah. They just go back and forth, back and forth. So the Natasha's lies up. were her dad is separated from her mom. Yes. She Lived traveled around the world. Yeah. She was a super cool, like, fashionista. From New York. But she has no actual friends, and she's supposedly shy most of the time. Yes. And then Brittany, yeah, she said she didn't like Jordan Cahill. That was an obvious lie. Yeah. Uh, she wants to be the center of attention. She wants to just be like Natasha. So if you think I'm not cool, why are you trying to be like me? True. And you're trying to be the center of attention like me. And then, you know, they're going at each other. And mom comes up and's like, girl, what is going on? And, and then she storms out. And then Brenda's song yells, see you later, cracker. And then they just, and then, and then I think we see it. So uh, yeah, after just a montage of all of Natasha's lies. We get another montage. We get a montage, an emotional one. This one's long. Of all of their, basically all of their scenes together. Every scene. But apparently not even quite all of their scenes because we get a montage later in the movie of even uh, more, more scenes. scenes of them together. It's, it's so so you get probably at least five to ten minutes of montages in montage. this 75 minute movie. You get a scene montage when they break up as friends. You get another scene montage when they become friends again. It's great. I almost thought we were going to get that little wardrobe montage like earlier. Like I think we got like one or two. Like, yeah, that was the clips. first montage, but that was more yeah. them affecting Jordan's life. Yes. Which we see some of those scenes. I think that's in the later montage. Yes. There are a lot of montages. So the montage ends with Brittany riding her bike up to a park and she sits on a bench to be emo. She gets a call it's from a the assistant. Call. Oh, no, Jordan's disappeared. We can't find him. But then at a park that was different from Brittany's park, because we get a split screen shot of them both sitting on park benches. Jordan calls Brittany. Yes. And it we looks like they're right was next gonna, to each other or behind yeah, each other. That's we assumed they, that was going to be the reveal. They're like, sitting oh, by the same fucking fountain. You know, we're across the pond or something. But no, that doesn't happen. It was weird. That was a perfect opportunity. Bet money it was filmed in the same location. Yeah, some of the, the conversation they have That's is weird. like, oh, I don't really know if I like being a pop star. Well, what can I do? Meh. But yeah. then I think they get interrupted what? here. The manager's the kind of... pulls up. Yeah, the manager's kind of gathered up some goons and the assistant to they're all... They're tracking her. Trying to find Jordan. We learned that they're tracking Jordan's phone. Yeah. So that leads them to kind of be chasing But they, they still use town. a map and a GPS, Garmin. Well, I'm sure GPS shit back there was pretty bad. Yeah. She rides off on her bike and I guess loses them somehow. Yeah, she somehow, yeah. She gets away. They're she in a van. She gets back to she's her house and, oh, she's in her room. Oh, I'm trying to call Natasha. Please pick up. She doesn't pick up because Natasha's in her room. Ah. And then they make up. They're friends again. Guess who else is in the room? No, yeah, but we don't. <laughs> they. So first they make up as friends. <laughs> Oh, you were you were so right. Oh no, you were so right. I'm so sorry. I was so mean. It's like, come on. Yeah. A lot of, they had right reasons cheesy. to be mad at each other, and yes. then they just they just throw it all away. It's just like in Xenon when they have that little friend blow up, and then they cast it off, or Z3 specifically. And then before they leave the house, they what's that? Swing open the closet door, but Cooper's not in there. I could have swore I, I have a feeling I knew he would be there. Oh, well, they leave. Close the bedroom door. Ha, ha, ha. Cooper is hanging from a yeah. uh, clothes hook on the back of the door. And then he goes, yes. So I guess what he's been trying to do is just stay hidden the whole time. Yeah. 
But he how, couldn't even creep in there. You know, he could only there. listen. How could he? How did he get up there? How did he get down? Because he's a small boy. Because I don't know how you unhook yourself from a door. He's thing. small because his size is made up with his demonic energy. <laughs> so then they go to leave the house, but then the manager pulls up in the van, and then they run away screaming for like thirty seconds, and then they have a sort of Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Ferris Bueller's Day Off moment where they start. Well, they only really jump one fence in a suburban backyard, but they jump a fence and then they land on the ground, crash to the ground, and then there's like a cat noise. So it's yeah, like and a bunch of leaves fly. Did they the land air. on a cat? I think we've had this before where they've like you see this in other movies though too, this whole like Yeah, but it's maybe something I just never thought about. Cans or, crashing and stuff. You know, that happens in maybe like an alleyway and you can think, Oh, there was a stray cat there. But if it's in somebody's suburban backyard, yeah. there should just be a cat wandering around. So uh, you, you wouldn't think so. A cat died. But it was by a pool area. So then they come across uh, her neighbor that wants her to babysit. So she says, Brittany. Oh, hi, Mrs. Peterson. See ya. Brittany. <laughs> uh, yes. Could you babysit on Friday? Oh, sure. That sounds fine. So that was another kind of funny. funny. Like she didn't uh, care. That she's there. just walking through her backyard. Yep. That's the joke. <laughs> that's funny. It's good. It's good content. So then they ride away from the goons. And I thought this was going to be. Oh, but the brother saves them. Well, he just comes up with a bike. Well, the, well that's huge. How'd he get himself down off the damn door? Yeah, I don't care. And how, well, this is where he also says, well, they say, how'd you know? It's because I was listening. I was in there. Oh, yeah. There's another scene where he's using a stethoscope to and listen to the And they bang on it in his ears. And, and he does he this makes weird a, a, cum a face. face. A hego face again. Uh, stop. <laughs> I don't think guy. well, not uh, in the stuff I'm reading do guys usually make that face. Oh, a hego. Uh, so then I thought this was going to be kind of a goofy bike car chase but nope it's they get away it's another montage set to stuck in the middle with you stuck in the middle i don't know if we ever hear the middle part because it's just stuck in the suburbs it's stuck in no it's they say stuck in the middle they? they're not Do fucking adr in something stuck in the suburbs <laughs> with you well, it was, it was, it was, it was no. good. jokers to my right that song yeah. i thought it was steely dan but i looked it up and it's it's not so i didn't put in who it was but you know the song, and it's a weird song to put in this Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like they have like a leisurely time. Uh, Britney's driving the bike. Yeah, there, there's Brenda a lot. songs on like, like pegs on the back. It's like five minutes of just like cruising around at this one, park. And... At one point, yeah, it seems like they're just in like the park constantly. But Brenda Song is eating a, a an ice cream cone and drumstick, and then she, she drops, drops it. it. So that means they stop for ice cream at one point. Yeah. But Britney's she... like, no, I don't want to lick. I'm too busy. But like, bitch, you must have stopped for yeah. ice cream. She'll get enough licks later on. And then they just eventually kind of run into Jordan, who is being well, chased call... by fans who found him at a burger joint where he was hiding out. Yeah, she told him to stay put. He did not stay put. He left. And then, so yeah, now he had all these fans chasing him. So then him they down. go and hide in what I thought was like a drainage gutter, but it turns out that it was just a, a park, weird... Something at a park. ...tube yeah. that looks like a drainage gutter at a park. Who knows? So they're hiding out in there, and... They leave their bike. They leave the phone. Okay. First, Jordan is saying, eh, I don't know if yes. I want to be a pop star. And they're like, no, your new lyrics are really good. So then they decide. Transfer. Instead of, they say, oh, we'll send out the lyrics. But actually, he has a whole recorded version of the song on his phone. So they send out the entire audio oh, he says, and lyrics. We sent it to the whole world. How could you do that? Well, maybe not quite the whole world. So they send it to all of. Their friends. Britney's former friends who yeah. are huge fangirls of Jordan. Who sent it to 20 friends. 
Those friends sent it to 20 friends. So it reached the entire world in like the matter of five minutes. That's how something going viral works. Yeah. That's how COVID-19 happened. Wow. It's Jordan Cahill's fault. Jesus. But the way they display this is like, oh, they start off with like, split screen of the four girls and then it goes to six girls but then it kind of just tops off at like 10 girls and they just keep popping in the same girls over and over again and it's like come on disney channel nowadays they could have got like fans they could have got like disney channel fans sending in like you could have a thousand clips of girls on the well even something that happened with i guess z3 when that movie came out there was a promotion for people to count how many z's were in the movie and then win a contest really so they had fan engagement things going on with How'd you Disney hear about Channel that? original movies. It was on IMDb or That's Wikipedia cool. or something. <laughs> it's the coolest part about that That's movie. That's cool. How many Z's? We should have counted. Well, it probably is out there now somewhere. Because yeah. people can pause. Maybe nobody's ever won it. Maybe nobody's <laughs> ever got the number right. So then Jordan, also part of this text message that went out there that the manager eventually got from somebody because it went viral is that Jordan's going to debut his new version of this song. He's like, these aren't the light lyrics. And his Jordan's friend's like, those are Jordan's lyrics. So they're debuting it at the old house rally. <laughs> yeah, so that's where they head to next. But they first leave the phone behind, so then the manager's goons track it to the park, but they're not there. Yeah, but they left They left Jordan's phone there. They left their bike. I guess they find out Why after they, they the find bike? the phone about where the place is that he's going to be. Otherwise, they wouldn't have done that. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Who so cares? on the way to the old house rally, the sister's driving them now. Yeah. So she must have picked them up from the park, but they lost a bike in the process. And Jordan gives the huge reveal. I grew up here. Is, you did? You grew up here? No, no, not really. Oh, some places like here. But he grew up in the suburbs. Oh my God. You can be a pop star and grow up in the suburbs. Oh my God. Brenda's like, hey, Britney writes songs. Oh my God, we're the same person. She writes songs. There's, oh my gosh, this this is definitely a line that probably resonated with shitty kids back in the day, but it made me so mad. So Jordan's like, it doesn't matter where you are. Suburbia is just a state of mind. And I'm like, Actually, it can matter where you are, because if you aren't growing up as a privileged white girl in the suburbs and are maybe growing up in an impoverished area in the inner cities, you're not going to have the same opportunities and advantages. Jordan Kale. True. Fuck you, Jordan. No. So that kind of made me mad. But otherwise, this movie's perfect. <laughs> it, was, it was a good movie. Well, it's not over no, yet. It was, it was a good movie. I'm only now remembering the ending of this movie, which is wild. And we're almost there. So they get to the rally, but oh no, the manager's there and the goons are there. Uh, but then they send Eddie, the assistant like, slash you're his friend, friend. You go Jordan. talk to him. So he goes back there and he's like, Jordan, I know that I got to do this. This is something that I have to do. And then he goes in front of everybody and he says, listen, everyone, this is my good friend, Jordan Cahill. Well, and so it comes off as like, Eddie's like, if you do this, you might lose your record yeah. contract. That affects me too. We could be throwing everything away. He's like, I know. And then he goes out, he's like, I got to go out first. So it seems like, oh, maybe Jordan he's going to. He's like, no way. No. He's going to cancel him. And he's like, nope. He's just a hype man. Like, hey, who you guys want? Uh, Jordan Cahill. <laughs> it's really easy to say. It, it, it's all like the old women. It's all the old moms yeah. screaming. Jordan. That's realistic. Yeah, that happened. Like, there's old women cheering oh, for Oh, yeah. Them. There's the biggest fans of, like, boys to men or whatever yeah. those. 
uh, or the boys next door. Poor boys to men. That was like a. I mean, that was also a, a, a group too. I, I think know. probably not currently because uh, they would definitely be infected with COVID. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like God. the boys next door, like cruises. There's cruises. Like, there was like you know a cruise where it's like. 40 year old fans of boys next door go oh yeah that would be weird yeah definite infection zones there yikes aids not covid <laughs> yeast infection <laughs> so then he plays the song but he's playing on an acoustic guitar but you can hear him like he doesn't have any mic he doesn't have oh, any i think i didn't pay attention but i think on imdb that one of the goofs said he wasn't strumming the guitar oh <laughs> i was more focusing on how creepy he looked when he was lip syncing the, the words because he was making me uncomfortable <laughs> then we get another montage, montage. of this one is more Wendy and uh, uh britney and natasha mostly focusing on them manipulating and controlling jordan's life yes. so that's kind of a weird one to be like remember those times uh. So it's unclear how much time actually happens in this movie. How many days? Is it just like two days? It could be very few because it would be kind of weird for Jordan to be in this suburban town for, for a music like, video shoot for so long. Yeah, but it would have just been a couple. I think days. it would need to be at least like, like a, a week or two Might because like for weekend. like Britney's fashion transformation into being more like Natasha. Oh, that's true. Maybe like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday deal. Sure. Because uh, they had their soccer Holiday game. weekend. Yeah. The song ends. Everybody's cheering. They She's fade cheering out. with her friends. They're cheering with her friends. Oh, yeah. Again. They're like front row dancing. Yeah. The crowd starts clapping and they're very off. The mom and dad and the sister are into it. Yes. And then they fade out. Oh, here's that house. It's all restored now. Jordan nice. Cahill saved the house. Everybody's playing Frisbee. But some things never change because... The soccer mom of the neighborhood is dropping off all the girls from soccer yes. practice. And Brenda Song's in there now. She is. Did, who'd they kick out? Did they kick out a girl? One of the girls? Did she get, like, forgotten? I don't Left know. Left out? Must I know, because they're all in the house at the end. So Brittany's on the phone with Jordan, who's saying, apparently, hey, come New to York. New York. Ah, a lot of stuff's happening in suburbia. It's still a cool place. Yeah. It's just a state of mind, Jordan. Yeah. Fuck New York. Yeah. So then they get off. Of the phone, and then oh, Run it's inside. four o'clock. But then it gets really. This I, is the I was feeling like it was part. almost Lynchian, like dreamscape. Like this isn't right. What's happening? No, the it first was thing that's weird real. is Cooper is playing video games, but then he immediately switches Turns the channel. It off. He's like, "Girls, you were almost late." Yeah, which before he didn't care about the music stuff. So they switch on the the parents, neither did the sister. Yeah, like the whole family's gathered around being like, ha ha, music. (laughs) So then they switch on the music channel and then we start to see the song start and we're seeing the girls themselves are in this music video. They're dancing. But then instead of Jordan, it's Eddie the assistant who is the singer. And we're like, oh, okay, maybe they're doing like a a duet or I don't know if that's even really a thing, like two boy group or whatever. Yeah, it never happened. But we're like, oh, where's Jordan? And then it's just... It's just the whole song. They're dancing in the living room. They're dancing in the music video. It's Eddie the assistant. And then the movie just like ends. (laughs) It was the weirdest thing. It's never explained. I was listening the whole time. Lucas was probably taking notes about it the whole time. He missed it. I don't think it exists. I mean, oh, we also forgot to mention at one point. In the, I just want to bring it up now because it's kind of weird. But the lyrics of the song that were being sung, I think, during this were blurred out 
at some point earlier. Oh in the yeah, movie. I forgot about that. It was so it was some. Out. It was during the montages where it was implying that maybe Brittany was writing music somehow for Jordan. Yeah. But yeah, there was lyrics. We had the title of the song on yes. like a loose leaf sheet of paper, and then below it there was like roughly a paragraph that was blurred out. It was very strange. And you know, logos get blurred out or stuff like that. So it's like I would, I would guess, I would, I would just guess that like, was fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I bet that wasn't the original movie, but maybe on Disney Channel they finally got blurred out. Yeah, who knows? That seems weird for copyrighted lyrics yeah. to be there, or maybe it turned out to be something where the set designer put it there, and it actually was just like a real song. Oh. And then they're like, "What the fuck? You didn't? Yeah. You can't just imply that Britney wrote fucking." When Doves Cry by <laughs> Prince or whatever. So, yeah, it's just kind of a weird ending where it just is not life, life goes on. And Jordan K. Hill's cool. in New York and Eddie's a million dollar man. So I don't know if it was maybe and during. Eddie's got weird like piercings in his ears. He just has this weird oh, he's look He's got slick him. back hair. Yeah. It's very strange. So I don't know if it happened when they were in the tunnel or. Well, was also Driving weird. where it's like, hey, you know what? This is my last show. I'm going to save this old house and I, then I'm done. When they were coming in the house, were they like screaming like, oh, it's Jordan time. I don't think. Were no. they? They must not have been. I think it would have made sense, but like if they see, were, I don't even know if they're that big fans of Eddie. No, because it was basically Jordan's song. So they're basically just fans of themselves in the music video. That's yeah, the only I think that was why they were really it. excited yeah. is that they were on TV. So Weird. I don't know if it was like Jordan shifted and he's writing the songs, but Eddie's performing them. Yeah, very odd and not something very we can odd. easily look up. Why did this happen? Because we couldn't find anything. There's not giant fandoms discussing the ending of Stuck in the Suburbs. But we're out of the suburbs now. We're no longer oh, stuck there. Dunzo. That was the end of the movie. The end. Rear and end. you already know from our retrospective episode, which you've already listened to, everybody should listen to it. You don't even need to watch, listen to the first 50 episodes. You can just listen to that one. But this did not make it into my top 10 favorite decoms and didn't make it into my bottom five or so favorite or least favorite decoms this was decent uh no. I, we didn't really mention it but there's kind of some fun fashion in it very yeah. clueless levels of like over the top fashion which we also yes. kind of got in by get a clue renaissance or whatever. yeah which also could have been that's something in edward scissor hands of like the ridiculous stuff that people wear in the suburbs as a point of satire but that wasn't really the point it was like they're cool no there's a lot in this movie for how short it is. There's some critiques of the music industry. There's the the issues between like Eddie and Jordan that, and their I, background. I, I, well, just the end of the movie. I don't I don't understand it. I hope we some if, if you guys have seen it, if you guys can do some research, we couldn't find anything. Why the ending? What does it mean? Not since who was the binoculars person in Rip <laughs> Girls has there been such a mystery in a Disney <laughs> Channel original movie? And that's, I mean, that's something I can appreciate that this is both a short decom and also one that has an ending that doesn't make any sense (laughs) to me. Kind of like Get a Clue, but like that one, there was the background being like, oh, they reshot this ending. We found out later, yeah, so that's why. And yeah, then there is the whole... All of the friendship issues, which could have been an easy And they never apologized. They never like said sorry for being such twats. Like cut out the fucking pop star shit, just... I mean, if they did that, then it would just kind of just be like clueless where, yeah. oh, this new friend comes in, this other friend becomes cool, leaves the other friends behind. But like, 
I love Clueless. I love Mean Girls. That's just like a type of movie I would like. Yeah. Uh, so for this whole like pop star, this was kind of even. I, I like the pop star's spin. Like the pop star doesn't like being famous. They just like making music. I did enjoy the way they manipulate like his life. Yeah, but I don't think the movie kind of played up enough beyond that breakup with the girlfriend about kind of how fucked up the shit <laughs> that they were doing. Well, was. like I don't, they didn't want to like kill him. They, I no, mean, they, they, they changed were... his hair, they changed his wardrobe, they got him to dump his girlfriend. When Freddie was opening up to her friends about her knowing him, she was just listing off of like all these things he's done recently. That was me. Yeah. I did that. And I mean, uh, hair, wardrobe, girlfriend, those are all pretty big things. Yeah, for a pop star. It's like he was the hologram she was controlling. Wow. So, yeah, I think this was... Solid movie. Yeah, I, I think it's no above complaints. mid-tier, top 20 or so, maybe. That's going to be this episode. Wrap up real quick. You can write in to tell us where you place Stuck in the Suburbs. Where is it stuck in your Disney Channel original movie list? Yeah. Write us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. That was me saying, you know, Google, whatever. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher, I guess Verbal, which I think they only they tricked me into setting up the podcast there so they can just send me notifications about other podcasts that I definitely don't want to listen to. Uh, so I don't know. Check us out there. And YouTube. YouTube, 106K. Rate us, review us, subscribe, bell, comment, like, share, I don't know, annotate. Send, like, reaction videos. Remember when those were a thing yes. on YouTube where you just... You could reply with them. Yeah, that was wild, man. But we're going to wrap this one up because we still got another mini bonus episode that you've already to listened to. You've already listened to yeah, it. So hopefully, so hopefully you still listen that. to this one and you just don't feel like a sense of uh, completion after, hey, 50 <laughs> decoms. You know what? That was a good run. I don't really need to listen to it Number anymore. 51. Stuck in the Suburbs definitely gave me some hope. American Beauty vibes. You gave me hope for the next 50. So I have a question for you, Jacob. Yeah. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Floating in the, in the wind. wind. I think that's how it goes. Do you feel <laughs>
Stop. 